Comedy Mushroom Cold Podcast. Um, it's the precast. It's like, never mind. We're not going to start off in the first 15 seconds with a pre-cum joke, even though I kind of just did in the first 15 seconds. So, uh, shout out us getting a pre-cum joke out. Uh, it's it's before the morning. So, uh, I don't know. We're doing it... Um, we're doing this a little ahead of schedule, so if, like, something crazy in the world happens before uh, next Tuesday or whatever, I don't know. Just assume that I think it's very stupid and we should have never done it. Does that, does that fit about the mold? Um, I don't know. Just doing it – trying to get ahead of things, trying to be more professional. Mm. As he takes a long pause to drink his drink. Uh that he should have done before him. But no, it's a nice gray fall Milwaukee day. We got the gray guy, Anchovy, just chilling by the back door. We got little Petey Wentz curled up in a ball over here because he's cold because I got up to uh, give you people what you what you want and need. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I don't know, Thursday, it's good. Uh, it's a good day of the week. Thor's day. It's supposed to be powerful, powerful day. Uh, but this is gonna come out on Tuesday, so let's uh, let's talk about something else. Um, went to the Milwaukee Roast Championship. Uh, roast battles uh, are still happening in 2023 um, because they're easy to share online, and people can write jokes about other people instead of having to write. Uh, jokes that they can tell in front of everybody across the country but uh good for them it was a great event um a good uh cory strike brandon wine uh cody heck mark vegas i feel like i'm forgetting somebody um but they all put this event on it was at the improv uh milwaukee improv in brookfield uh which is right around the corner from my apartment so had no reason not to go enjoyed myself uh, a nice plate of nachos uh the improv has a great plate of nachos that's good to know maybe a little pricey i mean it's comedy club food so it's gonna cost a little bit more than it should uh but great nachos and a ginger beer i had nachos and a ginger beer i was a you know treat yourself i was a little uh used a little bit of recreational cannabis uh, before the show because if I'm going to be socializing with a bunch of people and then watching a show that I'm not going to be any part of, uh, I'm not going to do it without uh, a little bit of an aid from our friend Mary Jane there. Um, She helps Spider-Man. She helps me in public. Get my spidey senses tingling. Uh, But no, it it was a good time. Um, got to see Ben Palmer, who, um, I wouldn't say that we're, like, best buds or friends, but, like, it was good to see him again. Uh, we're both from, or he spent, I don't know if he's from Cleveland or Kent or whatever, but we both lived in the same house at different times, uh, with the same people. So, uh, it was cool running into him, uh, in the wild. It's always nice running into people. Got a nice picture with him. Um, He's an absolute murderer. Uh, if you don't know what he's doing online and what he's doing to big companies and, and stuff like that, uh, follow Palmer Trolls. He's hilarious. Uh, the live show, 
Uh, he's got a PowerPoint. Usually, like, when somebody brings down the screen for, like, some sort of visual aid in comedy, uh, it seems lazy. But he does it in an incredible way. Um, it's not just, like, reading off the slides or what he had already done. Um, he puts in stories and, like, little jokes. It's very good. Um, it's incredible. And he's a very charismatic, good-looking young man. Um, he was also one of the hosts last night. And from what I could tell, it's it's always funny watching somebody who's not associated with the scene um, being able to, like, peek into, like, the dynamics for a night. And it's very... It's almost... You don't want to say that it is validating, um, but when you see somebody who's not used to that scene um, having to deal with that scene, and then instantly like seeing the look on their face, you're like, oh yeah, okay, so I am right in this. Uh, as somebody who didn't like grow up in the scene, who came into it, who's been into it, been in it a few years, um, it's just very fun seeing like another pro uh, look at it and be like, okay, cool, and. I would love to pick his brain for, for what he thought of happened last night. Uh, it was a very fun and interesting roast. Um, Reagan Nimala and Louisa No uh, were the finalists in the roast battle, uh, flipped it on its head, did an incredible job of uh, doing their roasts against each other and then trying to roast everybody else there. Uh, that's where things kind of hit a snag. Uh, certain people couldn't just take the roasting and, and go. Um, because, like, these ladies, uh, these real funny women of all things, I don't know, saying ladies is really weird, uh, these two funny women, um, were crushing it, and then, like, were crushing the, like, the idea was to bring out the organizers and roast them as, like, a hey, congrats for doing this, we're gonna roast you as, like, a sign of respect, uh, but, you know, just some people don't know when to keep their mouth shut and let a cool thing happen. So, uh, that happened. Uh, Reagan technically won. I think both of them won for doing what they did. Um, so congrats to them, both of them. They're both very funny. They're both very good friends. Um, and they're both hilarious and you should follow them on everything. If you follow me, um, both very, very good, but it was a good time. Got to catch up with some people. Um, it's you know there are certain times when you're in your head a little bit where you think that, like certain people don't like you and it's like blown up to certain things. It's nice to have that cemented that like your disdain for certain people is uh, equally met on the other side. And I'm starting to think that it's for the reasons that uh, I think it is too. Um, people don't like it when you come into their their little kingdom and and kind of start taking over uh, by being nice and being funny. Uh, and being original, they they like their their stat they they like their status their stature as one of the people who knows things in that scene and uh, just because they've never left like they're they're regionally known uh, and locally respected and then when you see like people from the outside come in and like do it a different way and arguably more successful and um arguably a better more sustainable way and in a way that helps grow a scene instead of making it stagnant so you can stay on top and be the be the person who's revered uh at the fucking open mic um by being buddies and, and drinking buddies with people like some of us have to like uh go out and actually be funny to get the stage time that we get uh other people just want to go up there and like be like i'm this person and i've been here for seven years so i know what i'm talking about 
And if you think it's you, it's you. In whatever scene you're at, if you've been in the same scene for, let's say, five, six, seven years, and you think you're hot shit, uh, no matter what scene you're in, Cleveland, Akron, um, Detroit, Cincinnati, Columbus, Chicago, um, any scene, Milwaukee, the Fox Valleys, if you've been in it for more than a year or two, and you ever see yourself uh, giving somebody unsolicited advice, uh, giving anybody advice, period. Uh, and the biggest credit that you have is like a hosting weekend or maybe like a feature weekend at the club that you started at. Um, maybe even like a co-headlining gig um, at a, at a C-level club. Maybe you should shut the fuck up and worry about what you've got going on. That's my unsolicited advice <laughs> of somebody um, who's got all those same credits. Um, but just kind of, I don't know, I keep to myself, and I take the battles when they come to me instead of looking for them. Uh, like I used to. I used to be combative for no reason. Uh, maybe it was one of those, like, get to them before they get to you and find out you have nothing behind it. But now that there is something behind it, it's like a nice little, uh, I don't know, like... It's one of those, like, it's better to be thought a fool than to speak and, and confirm that it's true kind of deals of, like, instead of, like, popping off and being like, this is how you should do it and this is how everything should be run, uh, you know, just kind of do your own thing. And, yes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little tough uh, in, the in the short term, but in the long run, I mean, that's what everybody's trying to do. Um, I feel like everybody, it's nice. I remember the first open mic that I did um, instantly, like before I had even taken the stage, signing, just signing up for the mic, you feel like enveloped. Like you feel like you found a group of people that you can get along with. You found like those, like the Island of Misfit toys. Um, at least that's what I felt at my first mic. The first mic here in Milwaukee, um, there wasn't like a good turnout of people, but like the first person I met, uh, has continued to prove that he's a piece of shit, uh, and just like nonsensical and wants to rip all of his jokes from the bonfire. Um, but that's perfectly fine. But like most scenes, when you get into them, like they're usually welcoming and you found like who you're a part of and you want to make sure that you and your friends succeed. And that's good. I want all of my friends to do well i want every single person that i've met uh and that i get along with and has helped me i want them to be successful as well i think that there's enough room for all of it there's almost 400 million people in this country there's a slice of it for all of us uh but there are people who want to squash that they don't want to help foster that they see like new people as a threat i like seeing it's a different perspective it's interesting you bring a breath of fresh air a new thought on something um but eventually like the whole point is to be your own company like yes there's nothing more than i would love to go back and like do the cleveland comedy festival or the rubber city festival and headline it and like bring uh attention to like a scene that i think is great and helps make me what like i'm nothing but it helped me become this level of nothing right and i want to i would like to do that but i don't know to do that you have to take care of you you have to be funny and people who hide in the scene are just afraid of failure like they want they want the scene to succeed because then it makes it look like they succeeded. Um, and they want to take credit for other people's work when they're not doing anything. If anything, they're dampering. Uh, dampening. Dampering? Dampening. <laughs> I don't know what dampering is. They're dampening uh, 
the situation and making it worse and making it so it doesn't grow just because they want to feel like they had something to do with it when they're just like in this like you've just been there like it's the dude who hangs out in the college town or you used to be in a fraternity and like graduated and still goes back and hangs out there like he goes and works for the fraternity like the the company like the nationals so just so he can go in and like check in on his old thing and party with like the old frat and be like whoa back in my day like that's what the dudes who have been in scenes too long have been like who don't leave like if you were if the only gigs you get are within like a one and a half two hour radius from where you're at you haven't seen shit you don't know shit so shut the fuck up worry about you and then impart some wisdom if somebody asks i don't think it's that hard um ooh, a little spicy coming out i didn't realize that i had uh this kind of vibe to me i've been uh I've been posting my jokes on Reddit. Uh, I teased it in the last episode. Uh, part of the reason why I wanted to record it so soon uh, is I wanted that thought to be fresh in my mind. I don't know if we talked about it before, but I have I have ADHD, and a lot of times like certain things will come in and just come out, and then I forget about them. Like once I get over it, I'm just like over it, and it's done. It's over. Like I don't, and that's a good thing. Like there are certain like missteps and problems in life that you think back to and you ruminate on from time to time i think that's a human condition it's good it's healthy it helps you be at a spot where you can just be like all right cool we're moving on to the next thing right i think it's an unhealthy thing to just like and i put a post about it and i it's like it comes with time blindness it comes with like emotional blindness i think it's an adhd thing because people talk about it when i like posted it like if i say if i'm in a bad mood or i'm in a good mood if something cool happens if something bad happens um i could put something like man life is really tough right now and like three days later that was three days ago right like it's a restart every single day like gold i got it off my chest it was a tough day this is what's going on and then people come up like a few days later like oh i hear things are being no that was three days ago like that's that's over oh i saw this cool thing happen oh yeah thank you that was a week ago i'm on to like the next thing like yes enjoy the thing or like feel the feeling but then you you do that to like move on so you can do better at the next thing and i almost i don't i don't know if i don't enjoy or if i don't feel it long enough um but like it's one of those like i felt it it's good it's bad all right cool what's next and so, like, I'll move on from it. And that's kind of how I feel about, like, uh, this Reddit thing. Is I keep, I've been posting some of my clips up on Reddit now. Um, it's just a new platform where I haven't posted anything. Um, it's a new spot to put videos. And it's, like, actually, like, above board on how things are working. Like, yes, there's an algorithm to it. But, like, if you get more upvotes, then you fucking get more attention right and like you can see how many people have seen it how many shares there are um and then of course when you get more attention uh the more negative attention is brought to it and boy if you ever wanted to know exactly what somebody feels about you uh post a 45 second clip about 9-11 on reddit because uh i just posted it was like a nice little thing that i was doing around 9-11 um that I was like, I was having a good time with it. Um, I got a pretty good clip of it at Comedy on State. It, it was like the perfect time to share it. It's funny. It's a cute little quip about where Flight 93 crashed. It's just a field. I feel like it should be a good spot for like real estate developers or like a, it's a perfect spot for a gas station, uh, a themed 7-Eleven called 9-Eleven. That's the joke. That's a stupid little quip. Got a good little pop. Thought it made a good little clip, right?
And it did. We'll start with the positives. I mean, Instagram can go fuck themselves. Like, it didn't get any, like, didn't get any play on Instagram. Uh, TikTok got a little bit. But, like, it's got 52,000 views um, and 55 shares. Like, that's very good. That's a lot of shares. It's got 98 upvotes, which is, like, 98 likes. But if somebody downvotes it, like, the total goes down. So who knows actually how many upvotes it's got. So I would say this is a successful post. The thing (laughs) was... Um, it's just very funny. I mean, the people take longer times to comment on a post than they do, uh, or than I did, like, say, like, the post is 45 seconds, literally, and somebody wrote this whole paragraph, and it's very funny, because not only is it, like, the thoughts in my own head, but, like, it's so very far off, and just for... If you want to, go to my Reddit, look at it. It's also on my Instagram uh, reels. Uh, it's on TikTok, at who is Ray Roberts on everything. Um, and fucking, like, this is, I'm wearing an Olivia Rodrigo shirt, um, unironically. And I like the shirt. I like Olivia Rodrigo. It would make sense to put her as the song today because of this. And that would have been good forethought. But I already have a song picked out. But we might change it now that we're here. And that's the glory of uh, live podcasting. And it's not live. It's almost a week ahead of time. And I can always change it. But that's not how this works. Um, Like I said, once it's out of my brain, it's on there. It's done. Um, But here is a full-ass paragraph uh, from somebody. Uh, I usually refrain from criticizing people who have bad taste and are unintelligent. But I'll make an exception for this mope. I was smiling. All right, that's the thing that I got. Not only is this a dumb joke, we agree. Uh, It's not funny. Disagree. If you're going to try and be edgy and controversial, be funny. I don't think I was being controversial or edgy. It happened 20 years ago. Um, Or else you're just the fat guy with bad facial hair with the ironic t-shirt on that is assumed to be an incel. (laughs) Which, fine. Fat guy, yes, uh, we agree on that. Bad facial hair, it depends on what day it is and how good the camera is, okay? Um, an ironic t-shirt, I, 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 it's not an ironic t-shirt. I like the t-shirt. I like the style of it. Um, I like Olivia Rodrigo. I'm glad that she got my money. I'm not an incel. Um, I have sexual relations with women. Uh, one specific woman, but, like, it counts, all right? Um... That's just, like, uh, like that whole, like, it took him longer to write that than I took to write that joke. Um, but here's my favorite one. This is the one I shared it. It made me laugh harder than the joke. Um, it was very incredible because not only is it the opposite of what's true, um, it's just so very funny because, like, I don't know. I hid that I was doing comedy for a long time from people because I was afraid, uh, like the person who never leaves their scene, I was afraid of failing and being seen as a loser for even trying and failing. Uh, But here I am now. Uh, (laughs) This is it. Let me guess. He made someone laugh at work one day and they said he should be a comedian. He took it literally and now we have to see this crap. Which... Uh, like, which is hilarious because nobody's ever uh, told me to become a comedian or that I should be a comedian. Uh, if anything, it's usually the opposite. Uh, like when they find out I'm a comedian, they're just like, well, you're not funny. It's like, yeah, because you're not paying me enough to be funny here. Uh, I actually make like real money. Uh, like I let it slip like how much I made featuring at the casino the other night to my boss yesterday. And she's like, wow, that's really good money. And I was like, 
Yeah, I mean, like, that's why we're trying to do it all the time. And, I mean, there's travel and whatever. It's not, like, incredible money, but when you're making double what you can make in a day uh, at a coffee shop, it's pretty good money. Um, but it's just so very funny. I also had another one um, where, in the beginning of the clip that I didn't put out there, I, like, make fun of uh, the shirt that I'm wearing because after I put it on, like, it looked good in the hotel. The Econa Lodge Hotel mirrors will lie to you. I think I talked about it on here. If not, I talked about it on there. Um, but it's a joke about body dysmorphia, and somebody put, what is going on under that shirt? And, again, uh, that reel is on Instagram and on my uh, Reddit, obviously, which is fair. Um... The same guy who wrote that whole thing uh, about me being terrible. This guy, not funny. Skinny jeans don't work. They do work. Um, and then my favorite one. I just wore a terrible... Uh, I wore a bad outfit, and I made fun of it. And it's a joke about body dysmorphia. It's a very good joke uh, by all means. So, like, these guys have no idea what they're talking about. It's a great joke. I will st I will die on the hill that it's a great joke. Um, but my favorite one is he dressed that way to make the joke work. Brilliant if that's the case. Uh, no, sir on Reddit, I did not dress like that to, uh, tell that joke. Uh, yes, it is brilliant, uh, that my self-awareness, maybe subconsciously, <laughs> to wear an outfit that I look completely terrible in to talk about a joke with body dysmorphia. Um, maybe my subconscious brain did it, but no, that's just all me, uh, being delusional thinking I can pull a shirt off that I definitely could not. But, we're working on it, okay? Got new running shoes. Um, I always wait now. I used to, like, when I was, like, super into, like, my fake fitness journey, quote-unquote. Um, and yes, I know it's annoying when I say fa uh, fitness journey, and I'm, I, I lean into it, and that's why. Um, usually when I would start new fitness journeys, I would just, like, buy all the shit up front before I knew I was going to do it. And then just, like, I would have, like, brand new running shoes go to waste. Or, like, new shorts, new, like, workout gear. It would just all go to waste. Just be, like, loungewear for me around the house. Which it still is, but, like, I still use it beforehand, too. So, uh, this time, I just, like, wore an old pair of Converse uh, to work out. Which is great for lifting. Um, they're very good. It feels stable on the ground. Uh, but I, now that I'm, like, running more and, and walking more. And then, like, walking a bunch at work. It's taking its toll on my feet to go from, like... Like, literally every day at work, I'm hitting, like, 11,000, 12,000 steps uh, before I leave work, depending on if I'm in the kitchen or if I'm up front. If I'm up front, it's, like, 8 to 10 instead of, like, 10 to 12. Um, so it's, like, a lot of movement. And I know, like, people have harder jobs, but you're on your feet all the time. And so, like, being on my feet all day, then going to work out uh, in, like, old beat-down Converse and then running, like, a mile or two, uh, that's not good for your feet. It kind of adds up. So now I have, like, these fun uh, plantar fasciitis, uh, braces that I'm wearing, um, to work, uh, just to, like, get my feet back. Um, I have to start doing yoga again to stretch my feet out better. Uh, and then I have to, um, I bought new running shoes that I, like, wore around the block for, like, a quick walk before it started raining yesterday. Uh, I'm gonna go to the gym later, get a nice, nice yog in, um, burn off some calories, whatnot, burn off those nachos I had yesterday. Um, and then I don't know, but like, I'm excited for that. So my feet have been hurting me. Um, oh, last thing on my stupid list here. Um, uh, I started taking Shilajit. 
if you've never heard of it, uh, you're obviously not on the same algorithm I am. Um, I heard about it like 10 years ago from the 10-minute podcast from Will Sasso. Uh, if you've never listened to 10-minute podcast, it's a little problematic now with everybody that's involved in it because uh, it was Will Sasso, not problematic at all, uh, from Mad TV, uh, other stuff that's not 30 years old. Um, and then it was like Brian Callen and Chris D'Elia. And it was an incredible podcast, very, very funny. Uh, it was just 10 minutes long, 10-minute podcast, uh, where they would just like do stupid shit. And it was a very silly podcast. But uh, Will Sasso would always talk about She Legit and how good it was for him and good for him. Um, so I finally broke down and bought some. It's very expensive. Uh, not very expensive. Like the thing that I bought was like 50 bucks, but it's like a tiny like ounce of it. I, maybe even an ounce, but like, it's like a tiny little bit that you put in, uh, water. Um, and from what I can tell it is road tar. That's all it is. It is just road tar. Uh, that they say is good for you, and every single tip and trick that they say to hide the flavor of it, I don't understand it. Maybe if I was drinking uh, coffee still in the morning, that would hide it, or if I had, like, sugary drinks, but, like, one of the things that they said to put it in was, like, milk and honey. Uh, I don't like honey, so I just, like, put it in some oat milk, like, and you gotta warm it, because it's, like, legitimately, like, a tarry substance. Um, but it's supposed to be, like, very good for you, and, like, break up free radicals in your system. Radical, bro. Um, and, like, help with, like, hormone balance and, um, like, other fun stuff that happens when you're in your 30s, and, like, it's supposed to help with, like, metabolism and all that stuff. So, um, we're constantly trying new things to see how it goes. Like, my green drinks now, I don't take, like, vitamin tablets. I'm drinking, like, a green drink. Um, I think that that's been more helpful. It makes my tummy feel better. Um, energy levels are better, stuff like that. As long as I remember to drink it and as long as I don't go like too many days without it, like when I'm on the road and taking the powders is kind of like a pain in the ass. That's where pills are better. Um, but I don't know. It's better. And like the she legit, we'll see how it goes. I'm on day two. Uh, other than like the, they say it gives you like extra energy and the only energy I've felt from it is like that jolt of like tasting, uh, cigarette tray, just like in paste form. Um, so it doesn't taste good, but apparently it's supposed to help everything. So, uh, it's terrible. I'll be, I'll update you on that. But, uh, if you're thinking about trying it, uh, look into like what the taste is first because it is bad it tastes bad it's supposed to be good for you um maybe i'm gonna live forever against all odds uh because of it so we'll see what happens um it's not like i'm like dumping a whole bunch of chemicals in my body these days um actually i'm actually doing pretty well with that um but like i don't know you can never it never hurts to have like a helper for what it does it like it can always you can never have too much help I'm sure that that's not true, but I don't know. It, it We'll see if it works. We'll see if it's worth tasting like shit forever. Um, we'll give it like a month because it says it takes like three months, but we'll see if I can notice anything different within like a month or so. Because, I mean, I've had worse things in my life, but I don't know. I'll get used to it. Who knows? Used to drink uh, straight gin pretty much, right? Like gin martinis. Um with, like, a, a dash of vermouth and, like, a slight little ice thing. Like, I never really have a thought to relapse of drinking. I was actually thinking about it the other day of just, like, how, like, a how good a glass of whiskey looked. But just, like, that... Like, I like being uh, high because, like, you lose... A, like, losing control that much. It's nice. It's freeing. Um, it gives you, like, a reason 
to just like say whatever and do whatever and be crazy like that's what people like about alcohol is it lowers your inhibitions do you know what's more fun doing that same shit but like remembering it kind of and like meaning it and not having to apologize for like doing something you didn't mean to do um while you're drunk like saying mean things or like accidentally knocking shit over or like stuff like that like that's boring um so like i'd thought about that feeling like i don't miss that at all um i mean sometimes every once in a while you miss it but like uh the thought of a tangeray martini just splash of vermouth little shaving of ice in there if it gets out of the shaker um like incredible um sounds nice sounds sounds nice and refreshing um but whatever we're not going to the point is we got used to the taste of straight alcohol we can get used to the taste of something uh like this that might clear out uh some of the bugs in the system here so um we're doing that constantly trying to get better but all right we're already almost at a half hour which is good i was afraid i wouldn't have anything to talk about um shout out to the people on reddit keeping me uh honest there um shout out to everybody who is being supportive and that's kind of like the whole big thing of all of this is it's very easy to look at things negatively in comedy um that's where like the reddit i'm gonna now that i'm removed from it and now that i like have like looked back at it and got it off my chest a little bit like yes that was weighing me down a little bit it's never nice to see somebody being mean to you uh, like, the one where it was, like, this guy was funny at work and told him to be a comedian. Like, that's genuinely hilarious to me. Like, that one was a good one. Uh, the one where the guy said that, like, I was fat and had a bad facial hair. Yes, like, those are thoughts that I've had. So, like, that's not uh, the best thing you want to see other people see. Um, but they don't see the whole picture. It's a 45-second clip. They don't see what we're actually doing. Um, they don't see the big picture. They don't see, um, like, that's a it's a 45-second clip of something that's dumb and fun and people want everything to be like Netflix quality shit. You want Netflix quality shit, come to the show, right? I mean, you, you want the good shit, come to come see the good shit. You got to pay for the good shit. I'm not going to put free good shit out there. I do. Like this is reasonably good, but like this isn't this is off the cuff. This is what we're doing. This isn't what I think about all day. This is when I sit down and write for hours. Uh this is completely different than that. Um so you want that, pay for it. Um, speaking of paying for it, I think I figured out how I want to do a Patreon-ish kind of thing. Um, it's a slight, slight change of, uh, business idea from the coffee program that I wanted to do of what is Ray Roasting. Um, I might turn it into the Comedy and Mushroom Colt Coffee Club. C-M-C-C-C. Like, something, like, because, um... I want to keep putting this out for free. I don't think there's like a real reason to have anybody pay me for this. There's no ads on it, so I'm not going to put it out ad-free. Uh, maybe at some point it'll become ad-free, but I think that might be the thing. So um, keep an eye out. By Tuesday, maybe I'll have it up and I'll and I'll talk about it more. Um, but I might make that like the Patreon subscription kind of thing. Um, it's going to be a little bit more costly because I'm going to send you coffee monthly with it. Um, so like that's part of it. If you like drinking coffee... Um, I have good coffee that I sell after shows. Um, obviously it's going to be a little bit more because I'm going to have to ship it. Um, so you're going to have to put in like your address and all that shit. I think, I don't know exactly how to, to figure that out. So I have to figure that out. Um, and I've got like a weird busy work schedule. Um, I'm off today, but like, we'll see how far I get into it. So, um, but that's what that is. Um, but 
uh, today's song, we're not switching to Olivia Rodrigo because uh, McAfee show is about to start, and that's the most important part of the day. So we're going to stick with the, the song that I did, um, that I chose for this. It is from a little band called Silver Sun Pickups. Um, I like them very, very much. I don't know if I've done their songs yet. I should probably keep track of it at some point. Um, I don't know. Uh, I would say Fall Up Always, my favorite band. Some 41's up there because they're my favorite forever. Uh, but there's a special spot for Silver Sun Pickups. They don't... There's... They do something that, like, nobody else does. Um... Like, it's, like, very good sonically. It's very good uh, musically. The lyrics are incredible. But you kind of have to be in a mood to listen to it. Um, so I can't just, like, any day I can throw on follow-up. Like, they have something for every single day that I want. If I want, like, emo, screamy, uh, comedy breakup music, fucking pros and cons of breathing. Um, you got fucking folly ado when you want weird shit. You've got the new album, uh, So Much for Stardust, if you want, like looking into like your soul kind of thing like you have it all you have like pure pop punk in from under the cork tree like you have it all silver sun pickups uh they're incredible at what they do but they kind of do the same thing uh it's sonic it's very heady it's very thinky um it's great it's perfect like study music i studied to them in college what it really is is a perfect like sitting out on a hill because i used to do this outside of god what was the name of the building it was the building that I had all my classes in. I forget what it is now. But it was, like, the same building I had all my classes in. There was a nice hill out in front of it. Um, if I was planning ahead uh, between classes, I would bring a cigar with me. I would bring a book, sit outside, listen to Silver Sun pickups, smoke a cigar, um, sometimes read. So, like, it's a perfect just, like, chill, ruminate on, like, thoughts music. Um, but this song is called It's Nice to Know You Work Alone um, by Silver Sun Pickups off of Swoon. It's an incredible, from top to bottom, great album. But again, you have to be in a mood for it. Um, usually I listen to it when I'm on my way into the depression swings. I think I'm on my way out of one that I didn't know I was going through. Uh, but still, incredible. Um, and they're great. It's like Silver Sun Pickups and Old Arctic Monkeys. That's when I know that I'm about to go through a depression swing is when they match with each other. Um, but Every once in a while, they just pop up and, like, stick in your head, and it's, an like, an earwormy kind of thing. Um, so that's my five-hour dissertation on Silver Sun Pickups. Uh, it's nice to know you work alone. Thanks for listening. You know the website. You know all the Instagram stuff like that. Come to a show. Share this. Thank you so much.